Okay, so we're back for part two of the Zoe nutrition segment of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so we finished with all of your results. So you've done the two weeks of testing um, and Zoe have kind of come back with what your scores were. So they've given us scores on blood sugar, blood fat, and then your gut microbiome. Yeah. Um, so with the blood sugar what did they what did they tell you well um you tell what is blood sugar and yeah yeah. so yeah so the so the blood sugar response is basically looking at how high the insulin was spiked um following a meal so the kind of more sensitive you are to insulin the quicker it returns back to normal once you've had a meal and that's important because um, if you've got a sh- longer response, it means you're more insulin resistance and it's kind of an indicator for chronic diseases and kind of chronic inflammation, okay. which is linked to obesity and diabetes and a host of other problems. So you, are you saying that you, we, what we don't want is a spike, so on a graph, a spike that goes on for a long time? Yeah, yeah. So it's normal to have a spike after a meal because obviously... Yep your body's producing insulin to kind of um, use that glucose and um, clear it from the blood and use it to, um, for storage. But then if you've got that prolonged spike, it means you're kind of not as good as oxidizing fat as a fuel and you're use, constantly using this glucose, which is um, linked to inflammation. Okay, okay. And so in, in, when the results are presented back, which are presented back really well, mm. I have to say, like, every, like all of this, the whole process yeah. is, very, um, is very well done. Um, it talks, before it gives you the results, it talks about all the things that can affect your blood sugar. So diet quality, yeah. um, if you're diabetic, your sleep, smoking, um, stress levels, BMI, Etc. Yeah. So, and that all makes sense to me as, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, there's lot to, lots of factors that kind of feed yeah, into yeah. it. And then it highlights the, the, the factors which are kind of, those are the ones that you're in control of. And it highlights the factors that you're not in control of, yeah. like it's genetics, your sex at birth, yeah. um, ethnicity, age. Yeah. Okay. And then it, tell, then it tells me um, that... Um, Where's my score? So my score was, um, so this is what they say to me. So your blood sugar control score is 36, which is in the poor category. And so there are four categories. There's bad, poor, good, and excellent. So they've scored me as poor and a number of 36. And what they say to me is, this means you're more prone to large blood sugar spikes, which may be followed by dips. This is because your body is less able to handle blood sugar after you eat certain carb-rich foods. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, we'll help you learn how to eat in a way that'll help you manage your blood blood sugar responses. Um, That's what it says. Yeah, so that would be, I mean, in terms of managing your responses, it would be the I they'll just give you kind of similar things of what the general consensus of like what eating better is. And that would be eating like a balanced meal, not too high fat, not too high carb. Yeah. Um, And those sources of 
carbohydrates are from kind of whole foods. Yeah, stuff that um, we know, right? Yeah. So not, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. But no, then, no shit. Yeah, and then also, obviously, your, them ranking you as poor is within a, I think the sample is like 2,000 people or something. Okay. So that's still a really low sample and it yeah. won't be representative of the whole population. And then, yeah, when we looked at your graph and yeah. your, although it, it did take slightly longer to kind of return back to normal, it was all still within really normal limits. Yeah. Um, so it does, so I think these results shouldn't be used as like, well, they're not used as clinical diagnoses. It's kind no. of just an indication yeah. because you're not being compared to like the general population. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so someone who gets this back and doesn't have someone like you who is studying nutrition at a high level that gets told that their blood sugar control is poor, mm. um, they won't have the context or the expert yeah. guidance like someone like you. Because what you're saying to me is it, your blood sugar response is fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, it does suggest to me that potentially I need to eat less carb-rich foods, which are the words that they use to me. Yeah, yeah, and it might, or it might be kind of eating carbs, but combining that with maybe some, maybe some more um, unsaturated yeah. fats so that kind of the you're using both like glucose and fat metabolism. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's all... It's all kind of the similar generic advice. And yeah. if someone might receive that and kind of be then worry about that and then feel like they need to, you know, keep paying Zoe for yeah, all this stuff. Guidance. So it yeah. does kind of need to be taken with a pinch of salt. Okay. Although it is meant to be personalised nutrition, all, yeah. the, all of these like recommendations are pretty, pretty yeah. generic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's still fairly disappointing to read, but <laughs> yeah. okay. But also a big factor is um, your like cortisol and adrenaline. Yeah. So if that's raised, then that they basically also increase your insulin. So it might not be. It could be. It to do might with not be stress. nutrition. Yeah, yeah, which is what it suggests. What it talks about. It talks yeah. about all those. Okay, cool. And so for someone like me, who's generally, I'm quite always on. Yeah. I, I do tend to live in that kind of state. Of, yeah. And if so, you've got an active job as well, you're, yeah. when you're kind of stood up exercising, your cortisol yeah, and adrenaline increases. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's my blood sugar. Yeah. Um, what's next? So your blood fat. Okay, let's have um, what I So the key with that, yeah, controlling your blood flat levels um, okay. awesome. is kind okay. of another indication of inflammation and the better, the better your blood fat control, the, it kind of indicates that you're like generally healthier because your body's just more efficient. Okay. So my score for that is also poor. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like that's also really linked to cortisol and adrenaline and all these stress and hormones. a snapshot of when it was taken yeah and, the and then that one the fat control i think was only your blood glucose was kind of over the two weeks with the glucose monitor but the yeah the results from the fat test was just from one single yeah. test so yeah. i so that should be taken with a very big pinch of salt because okay. it's not that 
Okay. So, so if someone has a poor blood fat control, yeah, what should they do? So that would Again, be eat healthy. <laughs> yeah, eat really healthy and exercise. So, and exercise. The answer to everything. Exercise is key. Um, but it's basically just you, you, you shouldn't cut fat out the diet. Um, it's kind of um, I think in the kind of nineties and two thousands. Um, there was a thinking where if you were susceptible to um, like cardiovascular disease, then you need to cut out fat. But actually, that isn't the case. You need to actually eat more unsaturated fats. So things from like avocados, nuts, yeah. Yeah. Um, oily fish, yeah. um, because that helps with your um, like kind of good cholesterol and yeah. that will help remove the bad cholesterol from your blood. So yeah. it's just kind of making that dietary swap yeah. from yeah. from those like processed foods yeah. towards the kind of whole foods yeah, of course. um but yeah it's interesting as well because there's like the paradox with the french diet which is um which is they obviously eat you know their diet is just like cheese and yeah. meat and that's kind of very high in saturated fat but yeah. actually they've Pate, got butter yeah butter yeah, yeah. And they've actually got like very, very low risk of cardiovascular disease. And that's kind of because their culture is more enjoying it in moderation. So it's yeah. also like you can still eat it. It's just yeah. everything in moderation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so gut, the final one, gut health. Yeah. So this one um, is good news. So this one is um, your Zoe microbiome health score is 82. This means... I'm in the excellent category and I have a higher ratio of good to bad bacteria compared to other people. Yeah. Um, it says, then says, we, find, we found that people with more good bacteria tend to have better blood sugar and fat control after eating, which yeah. isn't necessarily the case with me. Yeah. Um, but your gut microbiome is just one factor that can affect your responses to food. Um, and then it says... Then it gives you a load of factors that affect your gut microbiome. Again, it's the same. It's it talks about antibiotics actually. Yeah. Uh, but activity levels, diet, sleep, um, etc., um, gut conditions, and then it talks about the factors which are out of the control: antibiotics, age, um, how you were born, how you were fed as a baby. Interestingly. Um, so, tell me about that one then. Yeah, so it's a pretty new area of research, and I feel like there's a lot of focus on it at the moment because yeah, there's gut health. Gut it's like health, a, is yeah. A, is a, there's, yeah. It's kind of you want all this good bacteria because this kind of links to better again, like glucose control, yeah. fat control, um, better ability to kind of digest food and utilize that better yeah um and then you want to reduce bad bacteria because again that kind of increases inflammation yeah could link to like leaky gut syndrome and just a whole host of like Horrible inflammation things. in the yeah. body yeah um so yeah and then also the diversity um of bacteria again so it's not just the number of but also you want all these different strains of good bacteria yeah. to kind of um yeah, just make your body better able to kind of deal yeah. with food, yeah. make it more efficient. So it's all kind of about ensuring your body's yeah. really efficient and yeah. metabolically flexible. Um, 
but yeah, I think yours is yours was pretty good. But yeah, it's yours was good on that, and that should mean you're good at like have got good blood glucose control and mm. good fat control. But again, it's all there's so many different factors which like feed yeah. into everything. Yeah, and this was just a two yeah. week snapshot. Yeah, um, when it's kind of the years and years of yeah effects yeah. of what you eat and like what exercise you do yeah. that makes a difference so so the, the, i've i've i'm not continuing with zoe because i'm not going to continue to pay for being told the healthy foods to eat yeah um but i suppose my um my feeling about it is that zoe is probably a very useful thing to do for yeah. someone who is really struggling yeah. with their nutrition definitely with food uh, and it probably isn't going to be as useful um, for someone who eats well and exercises. Yeah. However, it's definitely been an interesting experience to understand about um, the, the, the three things that it tests yeah. from my perspective because I've never thought about them enough. Yeah, before. and it just, I think the biggest. For people like you who kind of know that, who are healthy already and they exercise and they eat well, but it's kind of being more aware of how a kind of meal interacts um, and like how that affects your body and everything yeah. kind of affects your body differently, even the timing yeah. of things as well. But you, yeah, and then it's, it would be really useful for people who, because you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to eat well and because they've just never been taught it or they haven't been exposed to it. Yeah. Um, so for those kind of people, this could be life-changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, at the moment, I think the people that are using Zoe probably aren't, don't need, like, don't need it no. the most. So hopefully in the future, we'll see a shift. Yeah. Um, of the right people of using the right this people. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, it probably, it, it, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a way... The, the, the kind of, as we all know in this industry, the, the kind of like the focus on certain things each year mm. um, starts to get louder. You know, 2024, the year of the ice bath. Yeah. I would probably s say it was also the year of this kind of yeah. people, people thinking that they can take control of their nutrition better by doing something like Zoe. Yeah, I'd say gut microbiome has yeah. been like the biggest thing yeah. in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I do like how Zoe kind of move away from, and now we've moved away from that calorie counting yeah, it's mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's which, about the content of what you're yeah, eating, yeah. not the amount. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, calorie counting is, it's like kind of a, been a good shift away from that because me and you could eat the exact same meal yeah. and take in a completely different number of calories from it, depending... Yeah. Yeah. on our mic i guess our microbiome right. so yeah, yeah 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 so it's a new hopefully a new era of discovery for yeah. nutrition yeah um so if anybody at hex is interested in doing zoe i think that there's a few people in the gym that have done it and you can talk to me about it if you want to find out more or of course um uh you know speak to phoebe who's an expert in nutrition yeah. Um, what do you think of, what's your feeling about Zoe? Just that, really. Yeah, I think it's, it's great in terms of, like, shifting away from calorie counting, kind of looking at meals as a whole. Um, 
I think it's incredible for people who are pre-diabetic or maybe um, are slightly overweight or obese. And this to understand can, the effects. Yeah, of just health. understand how, and the best, like no diet is effective in like reducing body weight. The most effective way is just eating better, eating whole foods, exercising yeah. more. And this kind of makes you more aware of what you put into your body, how that affects you. Yeah. Um, rather than just trying to eat like low fat, low sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah. All that stuff. I, 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 I suppose also there's, there, there's potentially a placebo benefit of something like Zoe in terms of someone embarking on it. I, I could the, An example would be like um, a um, older female in her mid to late 50s mm. experiencing the menopause, yeah. wanting to do something which is really proactive about how they feel and how they yeah. eat and all that kind of stuff. So it's there's a real upside to doing it isn't there yeah yeah definitely I think it is really good um and it is and it does make kind of because obviously not everyone can afford like a personal yeah. like one-on-one -on -one nutritionist True. so it's a great way to also make it more yeah. accessible yeah for those people kind of in the middle who yeah. really want to do it but yeah. need that kind of yeah yeah um way yeah. into it so it is really useful and it's and like the the data and like what they're contributing to like scientific research is incredible yeah. um so yeah it's and good. it's educational but it does need to be taken with a pinch of salt yeah yeah, yeah. not literally like everything <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you very much phoebe for um guiding me through my zoe experience okay. and i hope I've everyone's enjoyed listening thank you very much <laughs> thank you